Blog Talk Radio. Praise the Lord, everybody. I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise will continually be in my mouth. Psalms 34 and 1. You just tune in to Voice of Truth Worldwide Ministry here on Block Talk Radio. We are here every Sunday at the same time, 6.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Call a neighbor, call a friend, text them, email them, tweet them. Hit them up on Facebook and let them know that we're on the air live. We want to welcome our listeners to the show, whether by web or by phone. We are so glad that you took time out of your busy day to be a part of the service today. We want to welcome our new listeners, and we do hope and pray that you will continue to listen every Sunday at 6.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Amen. This is a day that the Lord has made, and we ought to rejoice in it, a day that we've never seen before and a day that we'll never see again. Well, that's a reason to give God some praise. Somebody ought to give him some praise this afternoon. Somebody ought to give him some praise because he is so worthy of all of our praise. What a mighty, awesome, wonderful God that we serve. Amen. To God be the glory. I'm going to go ahead and open us up in prayer. The message will come from Genesis today, amen. Genesis, the 37th chapter, and we're going to cover 37 to 50, chapter 50, amen. And I'm going to go ahead and open us up in prayer. Lord, we give you praise and we give you honor. We magnify and glorify your name, for thou art the word, the Lord of all our praises. God, we thank you that you're a God that is able, a God that has never left us and never failed us. We thank you, God, that you are a way-making God, that you are a promise keeper, that you are a light in our darkness. We give you praise, O oh God. We magnify your name. We thank you, Lord, for allowing us to see another day. We thank you, Lord, for keeping us and protecting us from all dangers seen and unseen. We thank you for keeping us from falling, O oh God, in the name of Jesus. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray that you will meet every need of every person under the sound of my voice, O oh God, in the name of Jesus. You know what they need, O oh God, and I ask in the mighty name of Jesus that you meet them at their point of need, whether it be physical, mental, or spiritual, Lord. I ask that you supply that need, O oh God, in the name of Jesus. We thank you for it even now, God, in the name of Jesus. Father God, we thank you for allowing us to see another Thanksgiving day. We thank you, God, that we had everything that we need. We may not have had everything that we want, wanted, but we had everything that we needed. We give you praise. Lord, we just thank you even now for it, God, because thou art the worthy, the worthy God of all our praise, and we bless your holy name. Lord, we just thank you for life. We thank you for Jesus. We thank you for the blood that he shed over 2,000 years ago that we might live. We give you praise. Lord, we just say thank you, God, because you're a God that is able to heal, deliver, and set free your people, oh God. Mm, my Lord. We give you praise. We thank you for healing and deliverance and the lives of your people all over the world, all over the nations, oh God, in the name of Jesus. We pray, Father, that you will save souls 
all through the land, all through the nation, for your glory, oh God. In the name of Jesus, we give you praise, God. We give you honor, God. We thank you, Jesus. We thank you for the Holy Spirit, oh God. We thank you for being a way maker, God, making ways out of no way for us, oh God. When we can't see our way, you always make a way. We give you praise for it even now, God, in the name of Jesus. Lord, we give this message back unto you, O oh God, in the name of Jesus. We ask you to not these lips to play, O oh God. O oh God, in the name of Jesus, to God be the glory. We bless your holy name. We praise you for your mercies endure forevermore. We give you praise, O oh God. We thank you for all things. Father, we give you thanks in all situations. We pray for those who are sick. We pray for healing. We pray for those who are bound in sin. We pray for deliverance. Those who have lost loved ones, we pray for comfort. Lord, we thank you for it in advance. All these things we pray in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen and amen. Amen. I believe I'm going to run on and see what the end's going to be. Mm, my Lord, my Lord. Glory to God, for he's able to do all things. Amen. The scripture reading will come from Genesis, the 50th chapter. Amen. Genesis, the 50th chapter. And I'm going to begin reading at verse number 16. And they sent a messenger unto Joseph, saying, Thy father did command before he died, saying, So shall ye say unto Joseph, Forgive, I pray thee now, the trespasses of thy brethren and their sins. For they did unto the evil. And now we pray thee, forgive the trespasses of the servant of the, of the God of thy father. And Joseph wept when they spake unto him. And his brethren also went and fell down before his face. And they said, Behold, we be thy servant. To them, fear not. For I am in the place of God. But as for you, you thought evil against me, but God meant it unto good to bring to pass as it is this day to save much people alive. Now, therefore, fear ye not. I will nourish you and your loved ones. And he comfort them and speak kindly unto them. Amen. This is the word of God for the people of God. Amen. Glory be to God. I do want to encourage you to go back and read the uh, chapters before this so you can get an understanding of what God is saying in the word unto you. It starts at chapter 37. And um, we're going to, uh, our key scripture is going to be key um, uh Scripture number 20, but as for you, ye saw evil against me, but God meant it unto good to bring to pass as it is this day to save much people lives alive. The title of the message today, but God meant it for your good. But God meant it for your good. I'm going to tell the story of Joseph and how we got to chapter 50. The Bible tells us that Joseph was a dreamer. Joseph had dreams. And Joseph was 17 years old. And Joseph was 
his father's favorite son because he was the son of his, his elder years. But Joseph had a dream. And Joseph told his dreams unto his brothers. The Bible says that the brothers, when they heard the dream, became envious or jealous, in other words. And uh, they, they, from that day, plotted against Joseph. They didn't like Joseph. Joseph was their younger brother, and maybe it was because of how their the father loved it, Joseph so much because he gave him the coat. He, he kind of let them know, you know, Joseph, he's my, you know, he's my favorite one. And the, the Bible tells us that when Joseph's father had sent him out, amen, when he had sent them out uh, to, to go where his brothers was, the, the the Bible says that the the brothers plotted evil against their own brother, their own family, their own flesh and blood. But the Bible says that they, in other words, wanted Joseph dead. The Bible says that they took Joseph and they stripped him of his coat. Then not only did they strip him of his coat, but they threw him in a pit with no water, no food for Joseph to die. Then that's something. They meant evil against their own brother. You know, the word of God tells us that our enemies are, are in our own household. Our enemies will be the members of our own household. Here, Joseph was uh, just a young lad, and and maybe he shouldn't. Maybe he shouldn't have told him the dream. You know, maybe you know we don't know why really why Joseph told the dream. You know, sometimes we we talk too much. Like Joseph, he talked too much. Now he was young. What's some of our problem? We're older. Why we talk so much? But Joseph told his dream, and when he told his dream, it really caused that division right there. It really did cause them to get jealousy, and jealousy and envy set in his brother. And that spirit of jealousy is a very dangerous spirit. But they came against his against against him to the fact that they wanted him dead. And as you continue to read about Joseph. One of the other brothers said, you know what, we, can't, we, we don't need this blood on our hands. And so they go ahead and they take Joseph out of the pit, but then they turn around and sell Joseph. And they sell him in slavery until Egypt. Now, here Joseph was, he was just a lad. He was just only 17. Here he was going into a land at no fault of his own. He was sold into this land of bondage. He was sold in this land where he would be bound. The ones that said that they should have loved him. It was no fault of his own that he was in this land. He was sold and left in the land. And not only did the brother sell him over into slavery, they had enough nerve to go back. And tell the father, father, 
this is what we found. We found this coat of many colors, and we think it might be Joseph. They had to took the blood of an animal and put it all over the, the coat to make the father think that an animal of beast had devoured Joseph. They lied. But the Bible goes on to tell us that Joseph was in the land of Egypt. And the Bible tells us that Joseph is up in Potiphar's house. And the Bible tells us that Joseph prospered even in his land of affliction. He prospered because God was with him. Because, see, God has a way of turning around a thing that the enemy meant for evil. Now, Joseph's brother was evil against him. But God meant it for his good. God never left him in the land of affliction. He was not there because he went there. He was there because somebody put him there. They sold him there. But God showed him favor there, even in the land of his affliction. How many of you been in a land of affliction? How many of you have been on jobs where you've been afflicted, lied on, all kind of traps set against you for you to fail? Well, Joseph was in that kind of place. But God always showed him favor. And Joseph was a young man that had, I would say, an excellent spirit to do right. Joseph was a young man of integrity. He never changed his way to please anybody else. He always walked in integrity. Have you ever seen people that walk in integrity? And people don't understand it. And maybe they don't understand it. And, and, and then they come against it and they talk about it because they don't understand it. But it's the spirit of God. To walk in integrity, to do right when everybody else is doing wrong, they may not understand. See, Joseph, here he was. He could have been ill. He could have been mad. And all these things because all this evil that was coming against him, you know, it's kind of like the devil. When the devil comes, he comes to evil. He destroys. And many times he will bring things in our lives and people in our lives to work evil against us. But God has a way of turning the thing around. What the devil meant for evil, he will turn it around for the good. The Bible says that while uh, Joseph was over Potiphar's house and, and, and in charge, that the men of the house was not there. And Joseph was going around doing his normal duties and, and goes in and there's Potiphar's wife, a lion wonder. Now, the Bible tells us that she wanted to lay with Joseph. She won't be late with it. But Joseph would not do it out of integrity. He didn't lay with that other man's wife. Why y'all laying with other men's wife? 
You got your own wife. Love your own wife. But he wasn't late with Potiphar's wife. Even though she wanted him, she desired him, he fled from that temptation. He fled from it. And many, many men yesterday, Lord, the truth be told, they want to fled from that. But Joseph fled and he ran. See, some of you need to run. Because the devil has a way of sending a jazz there. He has a way of sending a Delilah in your life. And they come to work evil against you. You need to run. It's not God. The devil has a way of sending Ishmael in your life. Not God. The devil will send things and people to work evil against you, lie on you, talk about you, backstab you, and do all kind of evil things. But know that God is able to turn the thing around. And he's able to turn it around in your favor. Now, when Joseph was lied on and uh, his wife, not his wife, but part of a wife, she had his, his jacket or his coat or his shirt or whatever you want to call it. And she lied on him. And here was Joseph again in prison. He in prison. He done came from the pit. Now, and at no fault of his own, he was thrown in the pit. Now he's in the part of a house. Now he's going to go to prison. And he ain't done nothing wrong. He was trying to do what was right in the sight of God. But yet he got turned around for something that was evil. But God meant it for Joseph's good. Now, the Bible says that Joseph was in the prison. And God even showed him favor in the prison. God was with him. Even in the prison. Now, the, the Bible tells us that there was a baker and a butler also in the prison. Now, Joseph was a dreamer. And he could interpret the dream. So the butler and the baker, they all had dreams. They had them on the same night. Mm. They had them same dreams. And so Joseph interpreted the dream. And the dreams came to pass as he had interpreted the dream. See, God has a way of turning around a thing that was meant for evil, a thing that was meant to destroy, a thing that was meant to kill, to kill you, kill your mind, kill your soul, kill your spirit. You got a way of turning that thing around and turning it for your good. So even though Joseph was in prison, God was yet with him. It was not going to destroy him. God said no, but God. So when God says no, Ain't nothing going to happen. When he got you in the palm of your hand, nothing. He had Joseph. He knew Joseph's heart. God knows the heart of every man. But God. But God has a way of turning that thing around. When the enemy meant for evil, God will turn it around. 
just as he did for Joseph. And we're going to see how God took that evil thing and he turned it around for the good of Joseph. Now, the Bible says that as he interpreted the dream, the, the baker was home, but the butler was restored back to his original position in the king's house. And the Bible says that he had told them, you know, don't forget about me. Don't don't forget about me uh, when you get back into your place with the king. But, of course, the butler forgot about it. So the Bible goes on to tell us that when Pharaoh had a dream, he had a dream, and none of his magicians or nobody could interpret the dream. And he was kind of troubled about that dream. That's why he called everybody to try to get the interpretation of the dream and what the dream meant because he had the dream sight. And so the Bible says that it came back to the butler about the Hebrew boy that was in prison. And the Bible says that he told them about Joseph and how Joseph had interpreted the dream. And how Joseph, uh, when he told him what the dream meant, that it came to pass, as Joseph had said. See, when the enemy means something for evil, God can turn the, the thing around. It was meant for evil, but, but God can turn it. God can fix it. God can open doors. God will cause you to be in your place. He will cause you to be in the place that he meant for you to be in all the beginning. Because the thing that the enemy meant for evil, it meant to destroy you, but God said no, but God. See, when the enemy said that you weren't going to make it, God said you're going to make it, but God will make a way. When the enemy says that you'll never amount to nothing, you'll never be nothing, you'll never have nothing but God. God said that thing that they meant for evil. He could turn it around, but God says you're going to make it. God says you're going to be somebody. You're going to have what I say you can have. You're going to do what I say you can do. You're going to live a new life, and you're going to have the abundance of life But God. Oh, my glory. But God, but God, he can take a thing, what was meant for evil, and turn it around for your good. When it gave you the peace slip, and you were worried about that, God, how you were going to make it, but God, but God, he turned the thing around and opened another door for you to get a job. Got to believe. You got to have faith. I believe that Joseph had a lot of faith. He had to have a lot of faith. And we know he had a lot of integrity. And we know that he trusted in God because he was not really angry. He didn't say he didn't understand it. In other words, I'm paraphrasing. He didn't really understand why he was going through what he was going through. But God had a purpose and a plan. And all the things that Joseph would go through would not be in vain. The thing that you're going through ain't in vain. But God, God will turn that thing around. 
that was meant for evil, for your good. What your enemies meant for evil, God will turn it around for your good. You know, they set you up on your job. They want you to you. They did many evil things. They spoke evil things over your life. Evil work, evil doers. But God, God says you can't kill what he's anointed to leave. But God, but God, God is able to keep you. No matter what the enemy does, no matter what they meant. And we see that with Joseph, how God, even in the pit, even when he was in the prison, God was with Joseph and God showed him favor. And he called power for to even show grace and favor towards him. Because God was with him. God knew his God. He wasn't there and he wasn't in the place. <laughs> he was not in the place because he went in the place. Somebody took him there. Sometimes people would take us into places that God is not called for us to be in. But because we're in the land, God is able to keep us. He, he's able to keep us our mind. When the devil is trying to take your mind, but God. See, God is able to keep you in your right mind. When people are working all manner of evil against you, God is able to do it. And no matter what the enemy tells you, you ought to say, but God. You meant it for my evil, but God. You meant it to destroy me, but God. You meant to kill me, but God, and God will deliver you. Oh, yes, he will. God will deliver you if you just keep the faith. If you keep doing right. See, Joseph was doing right. His right got turned into wrong. It was a lie. And now he was in prison. And in prison for many years. But God meant it for his good. It, it didn't feel right to Joseph. It didn't feel good to Joseph. But Ben probably didn't like it, but it was there. See, the, the Bible tells us that when he was in the prison, and, you know, in the prison, Joseph, uh, from the word of God, once the butler had told Potiphar, um, told Pharaoh about the dream and how he interpreted the dream that Pharaoh called and sent for Joseph. See? What the enemy meant for evil against, they meant it for evil. But see, in this chapter, God is about to make the thing good. They meant it for evil. But God was about to make it good. In other words, God is about to flip the script, as Apostle would say. God was about to flip the script. He was going to turn that evil thing into something good. But God, but only God can do it. You can't do it in your own self. We not not. In the reading of God's word, see what Joseph did evil for evil. But he showed love. Even in the end, he showed love. 
But the Bible says that when that when Pharaoh had called for him and Joseph had to go before the king, the Bible says that Joseph had to get ready. He had to shave. He had to shave his beard. Had to shave his hair. He had to put on fine uh, linen or attire and clothing because he had to go before the king. Now, I, I just don't know why today we think we can go before the king, the king and lord and the lord in any kind of way. When he was just going before uh, just a regular man as a king, but yet he couldn't go before him in any kind of way. He had to be dressed appropriate. He had to be cleaned up. You got to be cleaned up. When God is sending you into another place, you got to be cleaned up. And so he knew that he had to be cleaned, so he stand and did go before the king. Now, Joseph was about to experience abundant life. God had opened the door for Joseph. God had took that evil thing, those evil things that were done against Joseph. Not only was God turning it around, but he was also about to fulfill the promise of the dream. What Joseph had dreamed was about to come to pass in his life. Because God has a way of making a wrong right. They were wrong. They wronged him. They know they were wrong. You ever see people that do you wrong for no reason at all? They just don't like God. They do you wrong. And you haven't done anything to them. And you tried to do something. Have you ever had, Lord help us. Have you ever tried to do something for somebody? And you tried to do it for good, but somehow it got turned around for evil and you had no evil intention? You had no evil intention. But yet it got turned around for something that was evil. Just as Joseph ran from temptation, and he got turned around as though he was doing an evil thing when he was trying to do right. But the Bible says when he interpreted the dream and everything, the Bible says that Pharaoh had said to him, and he said, well, in other words, I'm just paraphrasing, I had the dream. And none of the magician and none of uh those around me can interpret the dream. And Joseph told me that, well, you, you had the dream twice, so it's established by God, so it's, it's going to come to pass. It's going to happen. And he goes ahead and he interprets the dream. Now, look at God. Look at him, because I see God all in it. Because they meant to destroy Joseph. And I, I can imagine that they had even forgot about Joseph. They forgot about it. We know that the butler forgot about him for years. But God has a way of turning the thing around. But as Joseph began to interpret the dream for Pharaoh, I believe that this was an open door. It was a door that God had opened for him. He made room for his gift. That gift in him, God used to turn that evil that was done against him into good. It was the gift. And the Bible says as he interpreted the dream, 
for Pharaoh, Pharaoh sees and, and knows that. In other words, this is a man of God. God is with him. He interpreted the dream. And the Bible says that he goes on and and uh, he goes on and he makes Joseph and put him in authority over the, in the land. That evil was turned around for a good. It was turned around. God himself did it. God saw the affliction. Joseph had suffered long by the hands of those that should have loved him. They turned against him. His family turned against him. He was lied on. But now Joseph was getting ready to go to the palace. He done been to the pit. He done been to the prison. He's about to go to the palace now because God was about to turn that evil that was done against him, this man of God, for no reason at all. He shouldn't have even been in the land, but he was in the land because of his brothers that hated him and was jealous and envious of him. Be careful who you tell your dreams to because everybody is not your friend. And it just might be your family. It just might be your family. was about to change Joseph's life. Joseph probably had been in prison many years. Maybe he thought he might not never get out. But God has a way of bringing us out. He has a way of delivering us. He has a way, and he'll do it right in the face of your enemy. He will prepare a table in the face of your enemy. He's preparing a table. He's able to prepare that table. I don't know about you, but have you ever been around a table and God show you that everyone at the table your enemy? <laughs> I've seen him do it. He was paying the table. Now, he could have moved Joseph out of the land, but he didn't move Joseph out of the land. He blessed Joseph in the land of his affliction. For the, before the faces of the enemy, he prepared a table there. And the Bible tells us, you say, well, why he prepared the table? Well, when you go ahead and you read the rest of the chapter, and that's why I want to encourage you to go read the whole story so you can see that God is able to turn a thing around for your good that is meant for evil. Because the Bible says once Joseph had interpreted the dream for Pharaoh, Pharaoh then said, can we find such one as this, a man in whom the Spirit of God is? And then the Bible goes on to tell us that Pharaoh uh, thought and knew that he was was wise. And he knew that God was with Joseph. And the Bible says that he placed Joseph over all the land of Egypt. 
This is the land of affliction. He placed them over all the land of Egypt. He was turning around the thing that was meant for evil for Joseph's good. But God, see, God is the only one that can do it. He was turning around the thing. And the Bible said that Pharaoh uh, took off his ring from his hand and he put it on Joseph's hand. Oh, royalty, royalty, destined for greatness. Now he, he put the ring on his hand and he gave him fine linen and he, he put a gold chain about his neck. And then he honored that. He gave him the finest chariot under his, the second chariot under him. Up under him, God had turned the thing around that the enemy meant for evil. But God took the thing and made it for his good. God is able to do it. No matter what your enemy says, God says that I'm able to teach you. I'm able to deliver you. I'm able to heal you. So when the enemy comes, you say, but God. No matter what your enemy says, no matter what your enemy do on your job, you say, but God. No matter what people do against you that is evil, you say, but God. You know that God got you. You say, but God. God got me. And don't turn from the faith. Keep believing. Keep having faith. Continue to walk in your excellent spirit and integrity. Don't lose your integrity. Just because other people don't understand it. Because I don't understand you. God has a way of turning that thing around that was meant for evil. I've seen him do it plenty of times. When people set other people up to fail. And you don't know how it happened, but, but God, God turned that thing around that they meant for you to fail. He turned it around. And they sitting up there looking crazy because they know what they've done to try to make you fall. They knew the evil that they had spoke of your life, but yet you're still walking around and you're not in the grave. But God, they meant for you to lose your mind, but God, God kept your mind. Turn that evil thing around for your good. Because he's that kind of God. But God meant for the thing for your good. And it don't seem like it, don't feel like it, but he meant it for your good. Because when God turned this thing around for Joseph and brought him from the pit, from the prison to the palace, it showed the power of God's deliverance. He delivered Joseph from the thing that was meant to destroy him and put him in a place of royalty. Joseph had suffered long, much suffering by the hands of others. Can't nobody do it like Jesus. Took Joseph in this land of this affliction where all evil was done against Joseph. Joseph 
life was never the same. Because God first he used the gift that was within him to interpret dreams, and it came to pass. Now Joseph was over the land of Egypt. He was second in charge. He was over everything. God took the evil and turned it around for good. That's why we should never fight rare for rare, evil for evil. We ought not to do it because God has a way of fixing the thing. God will fix it if we allow him to fix it and stop trying to fight it on our own. We have to allow God to do it. But the Bible says that once that he, Pharaoh had chosen Joseph to be the man that would be over everything, the Bible says that not only the Pharaoh giving the linen and the rings and all of this stuff, but Pharaoh said unto Joseph, I am Pharaoh. And without thee shall no man lift up his hand or foot in all the land of Egypt. In other words, you can't even come against them. No evil shall befall you. And this is Pharaoh. That's an earthly king. So don't you know that the king of kings, the Lord of lords, is ever able to turn around or evil things? And no person, no man that lifts up their hand or that feet or speak evil and speak curses over your life can harm you. Because God will turn the thing around. He'll turn it around. They can speak it all they want to. But God has a way of turning around. He'll let them see it. Who's in the sea? How God turned the thing around that was meant for evil. But God can do it. But God can do it. But I got to believe. I got to have I got to have faith in order to receive the promise. He still had to have faith, Joseph, to believe that his dream would manifest in his life. He had to have faith. In order for him to receive that promise, that dream to manifest in his life, he had to have faith in God and believe it. He had to have it to receive it. And look what God has done. Look what God did. Now, the Bible says, now, Pharaoh said, okay, now you can't touch it. You can't nobody touch it. You can't do no evil against it. Now, he's going to give him a new life. He's going to put him in the palace. Not only that, he gave him a wife. He gave him a wife. He 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 gave him a new life, and it was a life of royalty. He went through hell and high water, but God blessed him, even in his land of affliction, where he had suffered so much by the hands of others by the ones that should have loved him. But the Bible says that not only he got a wife, God turns around, but God, and give him two sons. 
in the land of his affliction. And the Bible says that Joseph, another word was made in the land. Everybody came to Joseph because God had turned that thing around. God has a way of reversing what the enemy meant for evil. And the Bible goes on to tell us that the dream that Joseph had interpreted, it came to pass just as he had interpreted the dream. And in the land, they had the years of plenty for seven years. Then they had the uh, years of famine in the land for years. But because God had turned around the thing, Joseph, uh, because of the gift in him, they were prepared and ready for the famine. And the Bible says that his brothers would come. And his brother would come because in the famine, there was no food in the land, and they needed food. And so their father, now, father didn't know that Joseph was still alive. He thought it was dead because that's what they told him, the lie, the lying wonders. And so the Bible goes on to tell us that the father sent them into the land. They went into the land to get food. And so when they went in the land to get food for their family, um, they didn't recognize Joseph. See, yeah, God had them clean them up, dressed them up, put them in a place of royalty. And and they, and they didn't recognize him. But Joseph recognized them, but they didn't recognize Joseph. I guess they thought Joseph was, was dead because of all that they had done against him. But the Bible says that, you know, they came one time and they came a second time for food, and Joseph revealed himself unto them. And, and Joseph, he just had a forgiving spirit. You know, they did him so wrong. They did so much evil against him. But Joseph had a forgiving spirit. And he was in that position according to what his dream had revealed unto him. And they still had to bow to him. And they had to come to him for food. And, and Joseph, he saw them there. And and he, he wondered about his father and he wondered about his brother. And, and and Joseph made sure they had what they needed, but 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 he, he didn't have any anger. He wasn't carrying a grudge. He didn't hate him. But he received them with love. In the place that God had ordained for him to be. And all the things that Joseph went through, God meant it for his good. And as we can see, according to the word of God, the life that Joseph lived. And the Bible says that when the brothers went back and they had to go tell the father that Joseph was still alive, they had to see the lie. They had to go back tell the truth. And so after that and everything, all that rest happened. And I want to encourage you to go back and read because it is a lot uh, to cover. Um, 
Joseph's father came into the land of Egypt. Um, the family members all came into the land of Egypt. And there they would dwell in the land of Goshen. And the Bible says that um, after they had came into the land uh, that their father had told them before he died that they needed to ask for forgiveness to their brother because they did evil against him and they sinned against him. And so when they came before Joseph, the very thing that they said they wouldn't do, they had to do, they bowed down. They had to ask for forgiveness. And they had to ask for him to forgive them of all the evil that they had done against him. And Joseph said to them, you know, he could have been mad, but he wasn't. He said, fear not, for I am in the place of God. I'm in the place. You, you meant it for my evil, but I'm in the place of God. He said, but as for you, evil against me, but God meant it unto my good to bring to pass that it is this day to save much people alive. Joseph saved their lives when they tried to take his life. The very thing that they tried to do unto him, it was reversed. They wanted him dead. They were jealous and envious of Joseph. But Joseph said unto them, Fear not, I'm in the place of God. Because everything that he had, he knew that it was God. It was only God that could put him in that place. But God, because God can do that thing. He can turn that thing around that was meant for evil for your good. You will be in a place so quick. You see how quick and suddenly that happened for Joseph? Suddenly he was. In the palace, just like that. Because God made room for his gift. God opened doors for him. He turned that evil around. And he turned it around for his good. So whatever's coming against you, you said, but God. And know that God is able to keep you. Know that God is able to heal you. Know that God is able to deliver you from the thing. Just as he did it for Joseph. And the Bible told, tells us that, that Joseph told them, you know, I don't want you to fear. He said, I'm going to, in other words, I'm going to nourish you. I'm going to take care of your little one. I'm going to comfort you. He didn't speak evil against them. He didn't come against them. He could have, but he didn't. Because he knew that God had put him in that place. Even though he might not have realized and sometimes, many times, we don't want to go through nothing. But you know, the anointing calls you something. And it's some things that you got to go through. But Joseph knew that it was God. That's why Joseph said, you meant it for evil, but God. You meant it to destroy me, but God. You meant it for evil against me, but God. God turned the thing around for his good, that Joseph would prosper. 
And Joseph was over the land for many years. Everybody had to go to Joseph for everything. He was in charge. He was now living in royalty. Joseph was destined for greatness. He went through the pit. And he went through the prison. But yet, he was destined for greatness. And he would live in royalty all the days of his life. And not only that, he made sure that his brother, the one that did the evil against him, he made sure that they were taken care of as well. He made sure and told them just what to tell Pharaoh so that they could have dogs in the land. He could have not even cared, but his heart was right before God. Is your heart right before God? See, there's no reason for anybody to be envious or jealous of another. My God given mother would always say that there's no reason to be jealous of no man or no woman or what they have. Because the same thing that you have, what they have, is the thing that God can give it to you. You know, there's no reason to be jealous, there's no reason to be envious of anybody. They there's no reason to be. When God is the giver of all things, there's no reason to be jealous. Now, why they was jealous? Who knows why they were much older? Joseph, he was just a, a little lad, 17 years old, and did that kind of evil against us, against him. We don't know why. Really the truth. But we must know that Whatever come against us that's meant for evil, God can turn it around. And no matter what it is, we just need to say, but God, God, I know you got it. I know you got me. But God, I know that they meant it for evil. I, I know. But God. But God meant it for your good. Coming against you, whether it's your finances, Whatever it is, what's coming against your marriage, what's coming against you on your job, that is meant for evil, God is turning that thing around. In your land of affliction, it's a place God will train you for what he has in store for you. And they're doing it because they think they're doing something evil against you, but they don't realize that God going to take that very thing that they're doing against you, and he's going to turn it around for your good. They don't know they're training you for your other job. They don't know that they're training you. That man didn't know that uh, he, <clears throat> that God was getting you ready for the new thing. That new hub, that new house, that new land. God is able to do it. He's able to do all of those things. Because he's that kind of God. But God meant it for your good. So when you're going through a thing, just praise God. Say, but God. They ain't going to understand why you said, but God. Just said, but God, and keep on going. I'm afraid. Say, but God. You meant it for my evil, but God. If they write you up for no reason, but God. And keep on going. Because God will turn that thing around for you. He'll turn it around, and he'll put you in a place that you never thought you would be. 
Joseph ended up in the palace in royalty. And he lived out all the days of his life in royalty. So just remember, if you don't remember nothing else I say today, no matter what the enemy does against you, that is evil. Know that God is able to turn that evil thing around for your good. And just say, but God, minute for my good. Amen to God. Be the glory. Praise God for his holy word. Amen. If you don't know the Lord, amen, and you're not saved, and you will say this prayer with me, Lord, I am a sinner in need of a Savior. Lord, forgive me of my sins. I believe and confess with my mouth that Jesus is Lord. And God raised him from the dead. If you said this prayer and you honestly repent of your sin, be saved and change your life today. We want to encourage you to follow Voice of Truth Worldwide Ministry. We are a ministry without walls. We are a Bible-believing church without walls. We want to encourage you to get a Bible, begin to read it, and develop your relationship with God. If you have given your life today to Christ, if you would just inbox me on Facebook, uh, Elaine Jackson, or Voice of Truth, and I will get you in contact with my leaders. Amen. We do hope and pray that you tune in to Pathetic Corner today from 5 to 6 o'clock. On Tuesday night, we have one word from the Lord at 9 o'clock p.m. Eastern Time. Then on Saturdays, we have Faith Come by Hearing Ministries at 3 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And we want to encourage you to become a wild partner. And if you become a wild partner, you get many perks. So if you would like to do that, just inbox me, and I'll tell you how to do that. As always, if you have prayer, please just inbox me on Facebook, Elaine Jackson, or Voice of Truth. Or you can submit a prayer request on our website, botwmyodastock.com. We ask you to follow, connect, and stay connected to the ministries without walls. We got to get out of here. Amen. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. But God meant it for your good. Amen. Now unto him that is able to keep you from falling, to present you fathers before the presence of his glory with the seeming joy. To the only wise God, I say, you be glory, majesty, dominion, and power, both now and forever. Amen. Have a blessed week in the name of the Lord. But God meant it for your good. Praise the Lord. Have a blessed week. God loves you, and we love you too here at Voices Worldwide Ministries. Amen.